This message is from Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. May God bless you as you listen to the Anointed Word of Life. Let's bow our heads as we go into the service of the day. Father, we bless our holy name. We worship you as we commit this meeting unto the mighty hand. Let your word be made manifest. And today, Father, let that be a word of revival. Let that seed of hope, manifestations, and joy be sown in the hearts and minds of people who are gathered to hear from you this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The Lord is good. The message is titled, The Secret of Survival the secret of survival. And we're taking a message from the book of Daniel chapter 11 verse 32 and I'll read. And such as do wickedly against the covenant shall he corrupt by flatteries. Such as do not respect the covenant of God shall be corrupted by the devil. Such as do not keep to his covenant the devil will prevail over their destiny. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do explore. Those who do know their God will be able to survive, will work as overcomers, work as more than conquerors. And that is the word of God for somebody this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. That you make it in Jesus' name. Amen. Again, Psalm 139. Psalm 139, we read from verse 12. It says, Yea, the darkness hideth not from thee, but the night shineth as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike to thee. In the sight of the Lord, there is nothing like darkness. Hello? I have said, There is nothing covered that shall not be what? Neither he that shall not be what? There is nothing as hidden in the sight of the Lord. Nothing is hidden. Both light and darkness, day and night, they are the same. Hello? Because he created them. He owns the day, he owns the night. So you cannot hide anywhere. In the air, he's there, in the land, in the sea. In the mountain, he's uncaved. In the forest, trees and jungle, in the water, he's there. 13. For thou hast possessed my rings, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. Right from when I was in my mother's womb, nothing about me was hidden to your Lord, because you're the one that put me there. And because of that, verse 14, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I will Praise thee because I am a special breed in your hand. I am packaged and equipped, ordained and created by you. I will praise you. I will praise you because everything about me stands and ends with you. I will praise you because there is no me without you. It's a marvelous are thy works. Everything you have done about me, concerning me, so special. And that my soul knows it right where. My soul knows about what I'm saying. So if it's how he created me is so marvelous, why would I want to change how he created me? Why would I want to be who he didn't create me to be? He didn't ordain me to be. Why would I? Why would I want to add 
to what he didn't add when he created me? Why would I want to remove what he gave me when he created me? Why would I want to change my sex and create it to be a man? Why would I wake up and say I'm a female? Why would I change my face? Add things I'm not supposed to add when I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Because the Bible is the authentic word of God that regulates our activities on earth. Many do not long what the Bible. They say there is a new Bible. The Bible is old-fashioned. We need to write a new Bible that is called New Generational Bible. Because this Bible indicts them in their ungodliness. They don't want to hear again. Each time people talk about the Bible, they get offended. They say, let us smile, Prophet Jeremiah. Let us not accept his word. Let us tell people that he's a fake prophet. He's not representing the Lord. So that what he's saying, people will no longer believe him. The first thing the devil will do to make sure you do not survive and become an overcomer is to separate you from your foundation. Your foundation is the word of God. Enemy knows that if you do not know who you are, he will define for you who you are. He will tell you who you are. And once the enemy tells you who you are, you are finished. If they didn't know who she was, when she allowed the devil to define who she was, she missed it. You must not send your children to school for the world, for their teacher to define for them who they are. Before they get to that level, you have started defining to them who they are. You're only sending them to school to understand the wisdom of the world, the knowledge of things that enables them to pray within the natural. But not for the school to teach them who they are. Because if the school teaches them who they are, that will no longer be the child God committed into your hand. Because so many things are happening in the world and in the schools. They are now recruiting teachers who are anti-Christ. They say, catch them young. So that they will no longer grow in the word of the Lord. As they are young, they pollute them with evil doctrine in school. Schools are teaching children now, if you are a girl, you can decide to say you are a boy. If you are a boy, you can decide to say you are a girl. Schools are teaching children that you don't need to wait until you are married before you begin to know what is called sex. Your body is your own. So, even at the age of six, seven, eight, you can begin to have sex because it's your body. You have to explore your body to know what God has put in you. They manipulate them. If you refuse to humble yourself in knowing who you are, the devil will define for you who you are. And that will be very, very dangerous for you. Verse 15, Psalm 139. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret. And curiously wrought in the lowest part of the earth. Nothing about me was hidden by you. Even before my father married my mother, you already knew that you used them to bring me into this world. 16. Thy eyes did see my substance yet being unperfect. When I was still in my mother's womb, when I had not been properly formed, you knew everything about me. And at the same time, in thy book, all my members were written. Everything about me were written. Push in continents. We are fashioned. When I said there was none of them. 
even before I was brought out, even before I still exist in this world, you have written and ordained everything about me. Oh, yes. That was why he was able to say, Esau, I heard Jacob, I do what? Love. Before they were born. Before you were born. He knew you would be in the situation you are today. He equally knew that if you follow him, you will come out of this situation alive. He knew you would make mistakes. That is why his message is available. Because as long as you are driving, there will be hold up. There will be gallops. At a time, you might not even get to your destination that very day. There will be situations on the road. The journey of life has different situations. And that is why he made provision for mercy and grace. Then when you get to that checkpoint, to that gallop, to that unfavorable situation, the mercy and grace will prevail if you activate it. And that's why mercy and grace ends on this earth. Because once you cross this earth, it expires. If you don't utilize this here, if you don't utilize it here, it expires. And you must know who you are to utilize that mercy and that grace of God. 17. How precious also I that thoughts unto me, O God, how great is the sum of them. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me. God has precious thoughts for us. For I know the thoughts I think towards you, said the Lord. Thought of peace and not of evil. To give you an expected end. He has precious thoughts. He has wonderful plans for you and I. The secret to survival in this journey of life are anchored on two major foundations. Number one, you must know you are God. Number two, you must know who you are in the Lord. Who is your God? And who are you? Who is your father? And who are you? My father, my father, my father. Somebody will say, get out. Your father, who are you? Your father made a name. Have you made your own name? You must know who your father is and you must know who you are. Those that know their God shall be strong and do exploit. If you do not know your God, you will not be strong. You will not be able to stand the hardship on favorable situations and circumstances of this world. If you do not know your God, you will not be able to do exploits. No wonder Matthew 22, 29 declares, you do air, not knowing the scripture, nor the power of God. If you do not know your God, you will not know the power of that God. And you don't know the power he has given to you. A child that's obedient will always receive powerful attorney from the father. The father at a certain level will transfer his word to him. Hello? But if you are rebellious, he will not transfer. He can even will send his will. If you are the only one, he can send his will to angels. He can send his will Send it out to charitable organizations. Be asking, my father, my father, my father. The day the will be read, you find out you don't have any shame. You, you must know who your God is. Does he have confidence in you to transfer his wealth, his blessings to you? Does he have that confidence? You can, cannot transfer something to somebody I know cannot handle it. I'll transfer power to somebody who I know can utilize it in fairness and in godliness as a child of God. This end time, it will be practically impossible for anyone to make it. If you do not know your God, 
and the foundation of authority you are rooted on in this earth. You must know the foundation of authority you are rooted on in this earth. You must know the relevant spiritual constitution backing you your stay on this earth. Oh, backing up in your stay on this earth. What are the relevant spiritual constitution that is backing you up in this journey of life? Diamok, they have their book that guides them. Oboni, they have their books that guide them. Different cause. Society, they have their books. Every country has their constitution. Unfortunately, the children of God do not understand their own constitution. The Bible. The Muslims are trained in the act of Arabic. Arabic studies. They might not go to the normal Western education, but they will understand everything about their Quran. They might not go to normal school, but they go to society. They go to the highest level where they study that thing they call Arabic. Some of them get to the level of cramming everything about that thing. For Christians, ah, God there, leave that thing, God day. No, no, God no day. God is there for those who know their God. And for those who know who they are in the Lord. That is why he told his children, see, be as wise as what? Why will he say be as wise as serpents? Serpent is not a good creature. But he has wisdom. Evil wisdom. To achieve what he wants to achieve. The devil is not a good person. But he has wisdom. At times we call devil a fool. Devil is not a fool. He's wiser than you. Devil is never a fool. If he's a fool, he won't be succeeding with his evil exploits. He's not a fool. The only person that can call the devil a fool is God. Because he's wiser than the devil. And you can only call the devil a fool if he that is in you is greater than he that is the world. If you know you are God, you can call him a fool. If you know who you are in the Lord, you can call him a fool. But if you don't know who you are, he is never a fool because he will keep you under his feet. Kamahoroko! Shekemaharaka! What are relevant? They are mock. They know the Bible. They are masters of their own constitution. The master. And they read the Bible to add. So they can manipulate you with your own constitution, which you don't know. They know the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. If you're not careful, they will confuse you in your own Bible. These are as wise as serpents. The devil is very wise. His disciples are very wise. It's only Christians who are not wise. That's what God says. Go to his kingdom and learn wisdom. In that evil they're doing, they have faith. They have faith in that evil they are doing. The occult will hold their meeting. The Obuniyama will hold their meeting. You won't know. Tell a Christian to cancel his trip on Saturday because Sunday is around. He will insult you. Why must pastor tell me not to travel on Saturday? Because of Sunday service. An Amok man will not have meeting on Wednesday and travel on Tuesday. They must stay to finish their meeting before they travel on Thursday. If going abroad, he will calculate. Most Christians do not calculate their own appointment with God. They just anyhow. Because they don't value their relationship with God. They don't value the date of appointment they have with the Lord. There is no way the appointed day that our mock will gather, or people will gather, and people will gather, that their member will be at home sleeping. Mm-mm. They will gather, they say this person didn't come. It's a lie. It's only Christians, small-headed, they will not come to church. When they drink too much overnight on Saturday, they won't come to church. God has caused trouble by giving the SS balls. They overfeed. They won't come to church the following day because they ate too much food. 
God blesses them. They won't come to church because the blessing of God is too much. You know, they work too much Saturday night, so that's why they didn't come to church on Sunday. They're enjoying the blessing at home. God will bless a Christian. A Christian will say, ah, I worked hard Monday to Saturday, so I decided to rest my back on Sunday. You didn't rest your back on Monday. You didn't rest your back on Tuesday. But that one day, you're supposed to give God as tithe. Out of seven days, Sunday is the day you're tight. You rest at home. And you say, God, I know my God. You say, God will understand. God will never understand. Because the devil has recorded it against that Christian. They don't have anything to do with God, though. It's the devil. The devil records these things. He's called the accuser of what? Joshua, the high priest, that was about entering. He came to accuse the high priest. Say, you will not enter. You are carrying filthy garment. There are a lot of records I have against you. If not for God's mercy, the high priest Joshua wouldn't have entered his kingdom. Even Moses, who the word of God recorded as the meekest of all men alive in the book of Numbers chapter 12. Moses was the meekest man alive. When he died because of that mistake he made, the devil came to resist, to see his body. His body. Nobody knew where his body was, but the devil knew. He monitors everything. Why did he come to challenge? Because he said, you know, he made a mistake. One mistake. The Lord said, no. I allowed that mistake. I have taken him. You can't tell me what to do, devil. If you must make a mistake, let it be the one the Lord will overrule. Not the one that will send you to hell. Be as wise as serpents. They know how to handle their things. If the enemy wants to strike he can wait for 10 years. The devil can wait for 10 years to get achieve a purpose. He can wait for 15 years to achieve a purpose. Christians, your faith can it carry you up to one year, two years, three years. You begin to run your mouth against God, against the prophets, against the prophet, against God. I have waited. I cannot wait again. God, if you don't do this now, I will leave you. you leave God. What option do you have if you leave God? You leave God, you go where? If you leave God, you go to hell. He begins to give God condition. But the devil can wait for 30 years. His agent can wait for 30 years. You might not know. They might be walking with you every day. You might not know they are watching, waiting for you. One sleep, they strike. The devil exercises more faith than many children of God. Let me tell you. More faith in their evil wisdom than many children of God. Faith is a battle. That is why Apostle Paul said, fight the good fight of what? Faith. It's a battle. It's not ice cream. You see, faith is not ice cream. It's not shawarma. Faith is a weapon. A weapon that makes you to be victorious. A weapon that makes you to be an overcomer. If you don't have it, the enemy will mess you up. Faith is what makes you to say what God says is final. Even though I might not be seeing the right thing, what I ought to see, but I stand on where God stands. That is what faith is all about. Faith is believing God and His Word. The words out there are Lord the Chala. That what is written is written and can never be revoked by any power. Faith is what He said. He told the Son, Do you know we have given Abraham a child immediately? But I didn't. I kept him for that program you are reading in the Bible. He said, I created Abraham for that program you are reading in the Bible. That's why I created him. That's why I did not give him a child when he asked for a child. I wanted to teach human beings to set a standard for human beings. 
to show them that I can never fail nor forsake my children. Yes, I would have given me a child instantly. He said, but there must be a record for you people for the benefit of the living. Something that you have to work with. He said, do you know? I was brought out the Hebrews from the land of Egypt immediately. Immediately Moses went. I told Moses to go, you people are leaving. I did not tell them that I would stretch it to a template. He said, what I did was what created fear and dread on the way when they were going to the promised land. That every other kingdom began to bow before them. It was what I did. If I did not do it, they would have fought them on the way. They wouldn't have entered the promised land. When people began to hear what I did, what their God was capable of doing, even when they go to the promised land, the people of Jericho shut their gates. They shut that fear and dread. They shut their gates. Because they have heard what their God can do. Delay is not denial. It is unto perfection. For God to perfect what he has ordained for you in life. Delay is part of God's survival scheme for you. Don't see it as delay. See it as a process to you. For you to get where you are going to. He told Joseph. Everybody is going to bow before you. Their father will bow before you. Everyone will bow. But what did Joseph do? Joseph never saw any one could test money. The first thing he saw was high level conspiracy within his family. Conspiracy that would have killed him if not because God stood by his side. And I want you to know no matter the kind of conspiracy the enemy has raised against you, can never kill you. Amen. If they lie, let them go to Ijabode. Go to Indian Ocean. They cannot kill you because God has a purpose for you. Amen. He says, just say this is who you are going to be. So when his brother rose up, he's coming, that remains coming, let us kill him. He raised somebody in their midst to say, no, we cannot kill him. He escaped that one. They said, let us throw him to a pit. Let him die there. They threw him to a pit. He raised somebody to say, look at this man like, let us say him. And when they saw him to this man like, Israel said, this is a good product. Let us take it to Egypt. We'll get a bigger share. Your enemies will be the one to charge your cause to the top in Jesus' name. Amen. They kept on pushing, 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 pushing. Until he got to the house of Potiphar. They didn't know they were helping him to ascend to the throne. I want you to understand that thing you call delay and denial. God has allowed it so that you get to the top. Amen. So that you get to the top. Amen. So that you get to the top. Amen. Can I hear you, man? Amen. Don't be quick to judge God. When things are not working the way you expect it to work, don't be quick to judge God. What are relevant spiritual constitution backing up your stay, your journey and life on earth? Is this word of God the Bible? If you don't know who you are in the Lord, they will tell you this word of God is addicted. Let us write the new generation one. You will agree. A lawyer judge that is ignorant of the rule of law and application of the constitution becomes a disaster and a disgrace to legal profession. Many children of God presently are becoming a disaster and a disgrace to the kingdom of God. Many children of God are turning to disciples of the devil. Many children of God are now embracing the devil consciously. The devil has given his disciples targets on demonic soul harvesting. His agents have been given targets on soul networking. 
They've been giving target on end time so harvest unto her. Evil seeds of distractions, evil seeds of sicknesses, untimely death, destructions and distractions, hardship, disaster, as soon for people and children of God to go contrary to the word of the Lord. The devil has risen to destroy as many as possible who are willing to go with him because they do not know their God. Globally, we have insecurity issues relating to terrorism, kidnapping, banditry, assassination, religious intolerance, ritualism, courtism, fraudulent activities, and different forms of ungodliness. Pushing money into the warm embrace of the devil. Before we are taught that there is dignity in labor. Presently, the world has turned into dignity in carnality. Many children of God who do not have money to renew their subscription, DSTV or GoTV, once it's BB Niger, money will come out. They will accept the culture of the devil, the immorality of the devil. They sit down and watch it with their children and family. You can imagine what the enemy is harvesting. And you call yourself a Christian. You open your TV and you watch open immorality. You call yourself a Christian. Enemy has killed you a long time ago. You are no longer born again. You are already dead again. If you like, say anything. Justify your actions. So maybe we can just and we need to know what they are doing in that kingdom so that we know how to step ahead. No, 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 no. Evil communication corrupts what? Out of the abundance of the heart, the man does what? The man speaks. We have ritualists everywhere. They are being celebrated. Frontline activities and different forms of ungodliness pushing many into the warm embrace of the devil. Are you called to celebrate ungodliness? You don't know what people do. You, begin to, you want to be like them. You want to be like them. You want, no, 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 no. You can't be like anybody, but you can only be like who God has ordained you to be. Don't pray to be like anybody. Because if that person is a ritualist, you desire to be a ritualist. If it's a froster, you desire to be a froster. If it's a bandit, that is who you are desiring to be. God did not make me say when he created you. You are unique. You are specially made. You are fearfully made. You are wonderfully made. If you look in war, you see what God deposited in you. To make you that when it's activated, people want to be like you. Don't be like this person. The Lord will always tell me. He said, my son, don't limit me. Globally, many insensitive positions see themselves as gods who kill it and make it alive. Unfortunately, those that do not know their God are busy joining them second by second. Minute by minute. Many children of God, unfortunately, on this queue, say, what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? What shall a man give in exchange for his soul? No matter your achievement or portion on earth, you will never escape the end time question of where will you spend eternity? If you like, do a bravado, abracadabra, time will come. You realize that you and God are never met and will never be met. Even your ancestors are never is met. Time will come when you realize who this God is. Where will you spend eternity? 
time will come that you will tell me everything I have on this earth, I want to give it to you. Just allow me to come back to this earth. Say, no, no. There is no mess. You have crossed the mess line. You have crossed the mess line. Football competition. They have rules. They have boundaries. Once the ball crosses the outside of the scene, it's not like obtainable until it comes back into the field. If he hits it from outside, he can't score a goal. Even if he enters the post. Except it's played from inside the pitch. Mercy is within the pitch called the earth. Grace is operational within the pitch called the earth. If he steps out of this pitch called the earth, it expires. Kamahoro Komahayaka. No matter your achievement or portion on earth, where will you spend eternity? Eternity is a spiritual affair. It has nothing to do with the degrees we have acquired. It has nothing to do with the professional achievement. It has nothing to do with our earthly wealth. It has nothing to do with how well we are recognized on this earth. The irony of many funerals. You see, there are at times when people die and they are celebrating their celebration of life. I ask the Lord, Father, where did this man go to? One thing I appreciate the Lord, the Lord said, He will never hide anything from me. And He will say, You see, this man, this woman, this is where he or she is. And when you look around, you see millions have been organized. They are spending millions celebrating this person. That right now, that is in already in here. All those things the world wrote, how wonderful that man, that woman was. All those things the wrote is rubbish in the sight of God can never alter where that person is spending eternity because there is nothing hidden in the sight of the Lord. All those secret sins, hidden sins, word of life, you cannot outsmart God. We spend millions, we spend billions in funeral, celebrating many that are already in hell. It's time for us as children of God to rise up in prayer in holiness. Rise up in prayer in righteousness and godliness, in obedience and in fear of the Lord. And I raise the gross darkness that is enveloping the world. Many are running the race of life on the track of the devil. Even as children of God. We are running on the track of the devil. Many. Many are dancing to the tune of the music the devil is playing for them. You go, you come and Ah! Praise, 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 praise the Lord! Hallelujah! He has done it again. There are many that God didn't do. It was done by the devil. They can't deceive God. Many children of God are weak in prayer. Prayer is the key. Prayer is the master key. Jesus started with prayer and ended with prayer. Prayer is the master key. If Jesus 100% mortal and 100% immortal overcame his earthly assignment through prayers, who are we, men mortals, not to embrace life of prayer? I say, what of life? Why are you not to pray? Not to be prayerful. Men, you don't even have time to pray. Did you ever see the Bible where Jesus Christ didn't pray? Even hours before he died, before he was arrested, he was praying. Did his prayer stop him from being arrested? Did it stop him from being crucified? Uh-uh. Because what is written is what? Written. It's already written that he will go through that way. It's equally written that you go through what you are going through. It is equally written that you will make it in Jesus' name. Amen. That was why it was written that he would die for our sake. So that we will make it. He died poorer. So that you and I will come out richer. Amen. Men ought always to do what? Pray. 
So I pray without ceasing. Because there will always be something to cut. Any will always throw stones. You will always bring storms. So you keep on praying. Keep on cutting the storms. Keep on cutting. Say, pray without what? As long as you're eight, it's a commandment. It's not a statement. It's a commandment. Pray without ceasing. If we don't need prayer, the word of God wouldn't have said pray without ceasing. If we don't need prayer, he wouldn't have said men ought always to do what? To pray. If we don't need prayer, the disciple wouldn't have said, Lord, teach your heart to pray. So why will you decide that you won't pray? You stay holding, you don't pray. Two days, three days, four days, you don't pray. You just wake up, you do a sign, and you jump out. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, you jump out. That's, he didn't say that. When you see problem, do you still do it in the name of the Father, Son, and that's when you remember to pray. Jesus, where are you? I approve. Father, it's not my portion. No? That you didn't do again in the name of the Father and stop. Spend time, quality time with God. Learn to study. Learn to pray. Then I knew his God. In holiness, in righteousness, in godliness, he conquered through prayer. He kept on praying until another archangel was sent. You know what your prayer does? Asking shall be what? Your prayer means asking God for a favor. Hello? Seek and you shall do what? Your prayer means seeking so that you find. Knock and what? When you pray without season, because Daniel was praying without season, he kept on knocking at the door of the Lord. He kept on knocking. I'm not, I, I've sent this thing now. Why is he still knocking? And he looked, okay, there is an obstruction somewhere. There is a hold up. Archangel, go and join the angel that I said initially. And the angel came and the breakthrough came forth. Pray without ceasing. Keep on knocking. Keep on knocking. So that you are knock, your continued prayer is what breaks the barrier. If something will show that blessing, it will be broken. But don't give God time. Don't give time. Because times are seasons and in his what? Hands. He's the owner of time. Is the owner of season. Don't give him if you don't do it today. What will you do if he doesn't do it? You die. You go to hell now. Or you scatter. Mm-mm. Allow him. He has the best for us. Shadrach, Abednego, and Meshach. They knew their God. And they conquered prayerfully. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Joseph and Moses. David knew their God. And they conquered prayerfully. <laughs> They knew their God. The son of Solomon did not know his God. He scattered. The blessing God put in his hand. He didn't know who he was. If he knew who he was, his father Solomon knew who he was in the Lord. That's why he came to say, I'm only but what? A child. I'm only but a child. Teach me how to carry the crowd, the multitude, uncountable number of people, much you are committing to my hands because I don't have the wisdom. He knew he was nobody in the Lord. But he knew he had a God. He said, the God of my father, that guided my father, and made my father to succeed, I want you to cause me to succeed. But the other one, his son, he don't know his God. He did not know who he was. So where he needed to excite wisdom, he threw it away. He wanted to show he has arrived. That is still what is still happening today. There are many children of God when God 
brings them up. They don't know who they are. God bless them. We don't know who we are. We look for a few right friends and we scatter. We are not able to stand. One small light will scatter. You must know who you are. This situation is growing worse and worse daily. Years back, when I was young in ministry, the Lord said, divide creation into four. One quarter will manage to make it. One quarter will manage. He said, son, one quarter can't make it again. Out of every 1,000 in this world, 250 will manage to make it. That means out of 1,000 Christians, 250 will manage to make it. Okay, divide how many we are here. He said, one quarter will manage to make it. What happened to the rest? Now he's saying not all to one quarter again. Not all to one quarter. So if we are about 1,000, we are looking at 100, we'll manage to make it. What happened to the other 900? Because many are embracing carnality and things of the world. It is time to rise up in prayer. Have we ever bothered to ask ourselves, where am I going after life on earth? Ask people, where are you going after life? They say, leave that one. When we reach the bridge, we'll cross it. Who told you you get to the bridge? If it is easy to say anything and wish it off. But the fact still remains that humanity cannot and can never outsmart divinity. We must rise up in prayer for revival worldwide. Mercy expires on earth. Grace expires on earth. Our earthly recognition and record is quite different from our heavenly recognitions because the Lord has a final say. As I speak, men and women, children of God all over the world, are rooming about with corrupt hairstyles, rooming up and down with impure and ungodly hairstyles, rainbow color separation over their hairs, over their bodies, different colors. They say it's design. You don't know the meaning of those things. You don't know the enemy is bringing things. That is Max, anti-climax. A lot of things they are bringing to see how the thing can work. They are doing experiments. They are using to do experiments for the devil. How those marks. What can we do to make the world accept what we want to plant in them? What do we do to make the world accept what we want to plant in them? What do we do? What do we do to make the world accept what we want to plant in them? Different designs are, they are bringing up people are children of God accepting it. Where they let me tell you, where they testing now is in churches. It's not outside because churches where they have big congregation, they can test, they can do any experiments, and they use children of God to do it. You can put on my body, put on my back, put everywhere. What is supposed to be private area becomes public area. You need to think twice. If your mom's would have put all those things on your hair, those colors, were you created that way? You wake up, you say, I'm no longer a man. I want to be a girl. And you begin to walk and shake your body as a girl. Did God create you to be that way? How lottery and indecent dressings have become a norm in our churches and in life. Rainbow coloring, decoration, disguising of our skins and bodies. You think you're a high-profile guy or babe. Call yourself any name you want to call yourself. That day, you will remember those names. That day, you remember those names. Let the fry pan your frying, the oil you're using to fry your egg touch you a little. Let it jump, that oil you jump out from the fry pan and touch your skin. You will know how you shout and jump. Then you see the kind of hair, fire that is like volcanic erosion and volcanic earthquake. 
that melts bones. After melting the person, the person will come back again. So like, he won't kill the person because the person will keep on melting, the person will keep on dwelling in agony for eternity. That time you won't remember you're a big girl, big babe, and big guys. You remember your skyscraper. Those things that separate you from God, you won't remember them again. That's when you know how to shout mercy. Unfortunately, mercy had expired. All the people in here, they are born again. The people in hell are born again. They are believers. The only difference is that they can no longer come back to repent. Because they have crossed the line. I pray that will never be your portion. We are no longer bothered that halotry, adultery, carnality, worldliness has taken over our churches and the church of Lord. We are comfortable with this long and that salvation is a matter of the heart. And the way we dress doesn't matter. It matters. You forget that it matters when you are in the same dressing. Makes creatures to jump out from the memory of a man of God while preaching. You don't know you are attacking the man of God's anointing. You don't know it's a problem when the way you dress makes a member, somebody sitting around you to lose focus. That you're that devil he has been praying against. That you're that devil. You don't know? The house of God. What do you... When you also, he said, you are a royal what? A royal what? Have you seen a royal personality wearing open body? Even the people, royal kings we had in the villages. Don't you see how they dress? How their queen dresses? King and queen, that is who we are, prince and princesses. In the kingdom of God, we must dress well. The royal family, they are taught how to eat, how to laugh, how to smile. How to sit down. How to speak their thoughts. You don't talk anyhow. You don't laugh anyhow. When they say once more, you laugh like you fall to the ground. You laugh like you beat somebody. Hey, it's still part of laughing. If you enter anywhere, they will separate you. I know that you are just forcing yourself to be a big guy. Because people don't laugh anyhow. People who are properly trained, they smile. And they continue their business. How can you spend three minutes laughing? It means you're an idle person. You laugh like you fall to the ground. You laugh like you hug somebody. You're still laughing. No? You don't have any business now. People who have business don't laugh like that. They laugh quietly. Honorably. So if you used to laugh the other way, begin to laugh honorably. Hello? Begin to prepare because you're an honorable personality. Prepare. Don't laugh again and hit somebody. Don't laugh again and fall on somebody. Hey! This is sweet too much. Begin to prepare because the breakthrough is coming. Amen. Don't you see? People that have money, when they smile, people around their smile. When they find everybody frowns. Uh-huh. Begin to prepare because your money is coming. Amen. The Lord is good. We must learn how to dress well. Our dressing must not activate lust in the minds of people. It must not activate loss in the minds of brothers. It must not activate loss in the minds of sisters. It must not make people lose focus. We must be able to differentiate our private parts from our public parts. Look very presentable in presentation. As ministers of the gospel and children of God, we are charged to correct those evil norms taking people to hell. Those things that are defying our relationship with the Lord. It's our duty to correct. We must stop dressing to kill because we are not hired assassins. 
You don't have to dress to kill. Another secret to survival is to know who you are in the law. The psalmist declared in Psalm 139, which we have read, without reservation, who God had made him to be. First Peter chapter 2, verse 9 declares, You are a chosen generation. A royal was a holy, a peculiar people that are called for to show the light. That is who we are. Our characters, are they showing the light? Are we showing the light to the world? Our behaviors? Do we look like the light? We are not called to embrace darkness. Rather, we are called to expel darkness. 2 Corinthians 5.17, therefore is declared. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, is what? We are a new creature. Isaiah 8.18 says, I and the children the Lord have given to me are for signs and wonders. We are created for signs and wonders. He said, Behold, I have given the power to trade upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by enemies hurt you. We have that empowerment. He said, I will give unto the keys of kingdom and heaven. Whatever thing that shall burn, it shall be burned in heaven. Whatever thing that shall lose, it shall be what? Losing. We have the keys of authority to do and undo. To allow or disallow. He said, right from town, John the Baptist and the kingdom of heaven does what? Suffer. And the valor does what? We have the mandate to exercise spiritual authority in order to possess what belongs to us. We are born to rule and reign. That's why he said, shall be the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. We are called and given the mandate to enjoy the fruit of our labor. You are one person that will never bow to premature death. You say you shall not die. You can't die prematurely. Don't limit God. Don't limit God. Ask for things that you consider impossible if you ask him from God. That you consider impossible before God is not impossible. But equally ask for wisdom when you ask him. Because wisdom controls everything. If you don't have wisdom and that blessing comes, the blessing will control you. Say prosperity rules what? A fool. A fool is someone that does not have wisdom. So if you have wisdom, wisdom is a defense. And money is what? A defense too. So you need wisdom to back you up your UPS when that money comes so that you will still walk in the word of the Lord. Without that wisdom, you will miss it. If you know who you are, no matter how the enemy torments attacks you, you cannot die prematurely. Because you are one person who will never bow to premature death. Amen. He said, Will only have I satisfied you and guarantee you are what? Savage. God has given you power to exercise dominion. You are too protected and packaged, preserved and equipped to succeed only because you are hidden in the Lord. Those who know their God, who know who they are in Christ will not allow the devil to define who they are. Those who know their God do not allow people to define who they are to them. Jabez defined himself to the world and he lived a victorious life. Jephthah refused to allow the world to define him. Jephthah was rejected. He was called a bastard, an outcast. But he refused to accept the definition of the world. And the will of God for Jephthah came to pass. 
Some people would have called him that he was an outcast. Some people would have said he was a bastard. Eventually came and bowed before him and asked him to be their leader. As men that despised you and have mocked and rejected you will bow before you in Jesus' name. Amen. When you know who you are in the Lord, you become an overcomer of the devil. When you know who you are in the Lord, sudden visitation and sudden manifestation of God becomes your portion. Joseph was in prison. But he refused to bow to that offer the devil brought through Potiphar's wife. For him to be the head in Potiphar's house. He said, no. I cannot commit this wickedness against God. Because he knew who he was. He was steadfast in the Lord. And when God brought his own offer, that offer made him to ascend to become a governor in Egypt. If you go for what God has not put in place for you, God will draw what he has for you. I pray you will always go for what God has put in place for you in Jesus' name. If you know who you are in the Lord, what belongs to you will never pass you by. David was not there when Prophet Samuel went to anoint a new king for Saul's replacement. But because he was the chosen one, what belonged to him never passed him by. You don't need to fight over anything. What will be yours will always locate you in Jesus' name. Amen. If you know who you are in the law, your situation will become a gateway to your promotion. Isaac encountered a terrible situation in, in the land of the Philistines. He wanted to go to Egypt. The Lord said, don't go to Egypt. He said, plant in this land. He planted in that land and reaped a hundredfold. God will cause your investment to bring four hundredfold in the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. Because David knew who he was. He was able to define himself to Saul and eventually brought down Goliath. The soldiers of Israel didn't know who they were. So each time Goliath showed up, they would run away. But when a small boy who knew he, he was in the Lord came forth, he said, number one, this man is an uncircumcised what? He demoted that giant and brought him down spiritually. What I'm seeing, I'm not seeing a giant. I'm seeing an uncircumcised Philistine. Number two, I'm seeing somebody who is not qualified to stand even before you, soldiers of Israel. You see this man that you people are running away from? He is not qualified to stand before you people, soldiers of Israel. Because he's all circumcised Philistines. And when he came before Goliath, Goliath said, Do I look like a dog you are coming with catapult? He said, Today, you know what this catapult will do to you. So I said, Give me your, take my ammo, take my AK 47 assault rifle, take my equipment. He said, Aga. If I follow you at your level, I will miss this mission. I have a higher level. Your higher level is your faith in God. Yes. He didn't trust in that AK assault rifle. He trusted in what God has given to him. What he has used to kill the bear. What he has used to kill the wolf. What he has used to kill the lion. That's what he trusted. Don't allow the world to define who you are. Be who God has called you. Don't use the fake weapon of the world. It can never take you to the promised land. Use the weapon God has given to you as a child of God. That 
the weapon that will take you where you're going to. Because if David has taken the weapon of Saul, used the weapon of King Saul, he wouldn't have been able to kill Goliath. But when he used the weapon God gave to him, he was able to bring Goliath down. Fight the good fight of faith. That faith God has given to you. Highlight that faith. Upgrade that faith. And you get to the promised land in Jesus' name. Amen. Believe that with God all things are possible. And the God of possibility will meet you at the realm of impossibility. And transform that impossibility to possibility in Jesus' name. Amen. If you fail to recognize who you are, the devil and the world will define you anyhow and give you their own offer. Joseph knew who he was. So he refused the offer from Potiphar's wife. They said Jephthah was nobody. What did Jephthah do? He said, you're an outcast. What did he do? They mocked him. What did he do? He separated from himself from those that rejected him. There are times you need to separate yourself from people that are running you down. There are crowds you don't belong to. There are associations you don't need to keep. There are times you need to separate yourself from certain community. He separated himself. He went to the forest, jungle. He went and cleared that place. He built a house in that forest. In that place, he raised his own kingdom. He rose his own group. He became who God had him to be. Time came, people that said they were the son of the soil. Find out that they couldn't handle certain situations that was before them. And they realized that that man they rejected. That man called Jephthah that they despised. That man they say was nobody. Had formidable army, soldiers that can fight. If Jephthah was still within them, nobody would have recognized Jephthah. If Jephthah was still within them, Jephthah wouldn't have been challenged to rise up and succeed. If Jephthah was still within them, Jephthah would continue to reason like them at their own level. There are times you need to separate from certain people. There are times you need to separate from certain community. There are times you need to separate from certain situations, from certain world of life that stagnates your destiny. Those that know their God shall be strong and do exploit. As many that have been standing strong before the Lord against different forms of trials, your heavenly ascension will locate you today in Jesus' name. Amen. Bow your heads. We have heard the message. The word of God declared, let us search and try our ways and turn again to the Lord. In all areas, we offended him. This message is an x-ray. X-ray your life. I'm beginning to talk to the Lord. Areas you need to amend your ways. Areas you need to write your ways. Ask for his mercies. In different ways we sin. In different ways we err. Ask for his mercy. And for those who have not given their life to Christ, wherever you are under the sound of my voice, begin to welcome the Lord into your life. Ask for his mercy. That because you have recognized he is the Lord and Savior over your life, let his mercy prevail. Let his blood blot out whatever thing that has been standing between you and him. 
that by reason of this message, you have accepted him as your Lord and Savior. Ask for his mercy to accept you as his son or daughter. Let him write your name from the book of death to the book of life. And for the first many that have lifted their souls genuinely before you this morning, we pray for your mercy, Lord. In words, in actions, in thoughts, in all areas, we offended you. We ask for your mercy. The word of God declares the effectual favorite prayer of the righteous have led much. Ask the Lord to make you a prayer machine. An intercessor for the body of Christ. Ask for his mercy to prevail over the body of Christ. His mercy to prevail over the church. His mercy to prevail over your family. His mercy to prevail over Nigeria. Ask for his mercy. Pray for revival in the body of Christ. Revival in holiness. Revival in righteousness. Revival in godliness. Revival in obedience unto the Lord. Revival in humility. In the fear of the Lord. Pray for revival. Widespread revival. Global revival in our lives. In the church, in our families. In the body of Christ. Ask for the breeze of revival to blow worldwide. Let the breeze of holiness begin to spread. The breeze of righteousness. Let him begin to spread worldwide. Pray for God to pray anything. That will cause you not to serve him in spirit and in truth. Every stronghold that has been programmed to hinder you from serving in spirit and truth. Pray not put anything that will make you give up and follow the devil this end time. Anything that will make you give up and follow the devil this end time. Pray for the Lord to approve that. Pray that you will fight the good fight of faith and follow the Lord to the end. Ask the Lord to strengthen us, strengthen you to make it to the end. For his word has gone for that he will strengthen you in the Lord. You walk up and down in his name. Pray for him to arise as your strong tower. As you run into his name right now. Ask him to shield you and your entire family. You are going and let him shield you. Let him be a strong tower when you are coming in. Let him be a strong tower in your sleep. In your dreams, in your wake. Ask him to be a strong tower. Ask him to remove anything that will make you lose focus in life. Decree will surely make it to the end. Pray for the peace of Nigeria. That his purpose for this country will surely come to pass. Remind him that he has a final say. And whatever thing he decree must come to pass. Whatever thing he decree must come to pass. His word is final over this nation. His word is final over your life. That the will of God must surely come to pass. Pray for wisdom for our leaders. Those in place of authority. So that they will lead us well. Pray for wisdom of God to turn them around to do the right thing. That they will not follow the word of the devil. That they will follow the word of the Lord. Pray for God to open up their eyes for them to know the true and only living God. And for them to do his biddings. Father, we bless you. 
thank you Lord that whatever destroyed the enemy has proven against us must pass over they will never get us we bless our holy name we worship you we glorify you we say be the exalted thank you Lord for your mercies for your grace in Jesus name we are prayed we thank you for listening to the Anointed Word of Life by Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. You can reach us at number 7A, Awaniye Lemo Street, Ajawo Estate, off International Airport Road, Lagos, or anointedassembly.org. For prayer and counseling, please call 0703668-7445. May God richly bless you.